0: Hello everyone, happy new year and welcome back to the Stand Proud Podcast. My name is Jane Silver and on today's episode, you guessed it, we will be talking about Attack on Titan. So let's just jump into it. All right, gang, today we'll be talking about episode 62, The Door of Hope. So a lot of interesting things happen in this episode. So let's just start. This episode starts with Reiner in his childhood house in Liberio, and you can see that the men can not even barely fit his bed, which is kind of cute, and Reiner is reminiscing about his childhood, when he was struggling during military training to become a warrior candidate. Now, in the manga, Reiner saw his comrades all be selected, all except for him, so we see Annie, Berthold, and Marcel. And that puts the emphasis that Reiner was the weakest and the least skilled of all of the warriors. Kind of like Falco and Aaron when he was struggling with his 3D maneuver gear training. However, Reiner was so dedicated to Marley that he studied his ass off and was selected in the end, somehow. Then Zeke tells them that out of the seven, only six will be selected to inherit the titan powers. And we can see Small Peek and Porco in there as well, which is super cute and we'll talk about that later. We see Porco Galliard, the Porco Galliard that now has the jaw titan, being kind of mean to our Reiner because he doesn't believe that Reiner would be getting a titan since he's just you know, a Marleyan simp to put it simply and as the others all of the other candidates have talent of their own besides you know bootleaking um, hating the island doesn't make you special like he says and all of the Marleyan and the Eldian people in Marley grow up listening to that, that the people in Paradis are evil and that they left those Eldians behind to pay for their crimes instead. The Marleyan propaganda tells them that the people in Paradis are aware of the outside world and the Eldian struggles, which we know it isn't really true since the, the King erased their memories. Um, we keep seeing Reiner shouting and trying to prove that he's worthy in this episode, because the feeling of always being left behind and being the underdog, the weakest, and he really needs to become an honorary Marleyan. This (laughs) earns him a beating from Porco, and then we see Zeke telling the gang to hurry up after Reiner finishes crying, and this seems like it just happens a lot, you know? This rift between Reiner and the others, and then Reiner ending up getting punched or kicked. So much that Zeke seems to be unbothered by it now. And what is Reiner's motivation? Reiner wants to be an honorary Marleyan so that his mom and dad can live together. But he also wants to become a hero to the world by getting rid of the devils in that island. Again, that propaganda is really kicking in. This will never leave Reiner's mind even though he can no longer get his parents together because he still believes that what they are doing is right that getting rid of the devils in paradise is for the greater good. And then the anime shows us a scene of Eren behind the walls. This scene appeared in the first episode but it's redrawn by Mappa here. And Armin shows up to show Eren this book about the outside world and this book was a forbidden book in Peridus, as it had knowledge of an outside world and could inspire someone to go outside. This book and Armin's dreams are the spark for Eren to go outside and see the ocean and check for himself. At the same time the anime shows us the parallel of Reiner wanting desperately to become a hero for everyone. And the anime then shows us a Suicide Squad style intro of the Titan Shifters. This is different in the manga but I really like this touch. And in the scene, all of them, except for Porco, already have their titans and are carrying out this mission against an enemy nation. And we can see Marcel as the jaw titan for the first time. And uh, for those who don't know, Marcel is the boy who is eaten by Ymir later on, and then his brother Porco is the current jaw titan on season 4. This fight was like a test and a way to prove how their plan of inv- invading Paradis Island would be a success. You know, these kids went up against this nation and quickly destroyed it. So, why wouldn't they win against Paradis? Easy peasy, right? You know, you just go in, kill everyone, get the founding titan and come back supposedly. Meanwhile, Porco is pissed off because he got no titan power, but Reiner did and let's call him the teacher's pet or the Marleyan simp and uh, you know, he Reiner got the armored titan when Porco is so much better and stronger. There's this this fight and Marcel pushes Porco back and apologizes to Reiner, but like, why did he apologize to Reiner? Zeke and Peek were left behind in case something goes wrong and not to leave Marley defenseless, you know, I suppose. Uh, it would be bad to send all of the titans and then Marley has no titans to defend them, in case something was needed. And then there's a send-off and then during the send off parade, Reiner spots his dad in the crowd who isn't an Eldian and he sees him walking away. His dad is a Marleyan citizen, and we are shown that during his childhood, Reiner, you know, he's led to believe by his mom that if he becomes an honorary Marleyan, then his mom can also become one and they could all live together as a family. But for him to become an honorary Marleyan, he needs to be a warrior shifter. And after all that hard work, Reiner goes and tells his dad that they're now honorary Marleans, and they can be together as a family. But Reiner's dad denounced him as his kid, and he doesn't want anything to do with Eldian blood. Now, a Marleyan and an Eldian cannot be together as that's a crime, and Reiner's dad fears that his family, his Marleyan family, would also be punished. By association and because we see that happening a lot like um, the Grice family is being punished down by generations four generations because Grice daddy was together with Grisha Jaeger uh, during the revolution Uh, and now the Grice brothers are forced to be in the army as well Reiner's dad also believed that Karina did all of this to punish him somehow because she always hated what happened to the Eldians and then next we see the trip to Paradise, and the kids stopped for a bit at night around this fire, and Marcel here tells Reiner that Porco was the one that was supposed to inherit the armor titan. But Marcel did everything that he could to not let his brother be in danger. And that meant lying to the Marleyan army, saying things to make Reiner sound like a better fit than Porco just you know, just to protect him. Just like Falco is trying to do with Gabi, but in a different way. Being a warrior is dangerous, not just because of the war itself, but also because of the curse of Ymir, since you're gonna only live 13 years. Marcel is apologizing to Reiner about what he did, and in this precise moment, a random titan pops up from the ground and tries to eat Reiner, resulting in Marcel protecting him and getting eaten instead. Uh, and you know that this Titan is Ymir, who had been a pure Titan by sixty years, or for sixty years up until then. And uh, yeah, why did she wake up at that moment? You might ask. Because Titans don't have energy during the nighttime and the sun kind of gives them you know all the powers it charges their batteries so Reiner runs away right and then Annie and Berthold run after him and Annie confronts him saying that she wants to abandon the mission and return home and she wants to find that Titan that ate Marcel so that they didn't lose the Titan power she believes that the mission cannot succeed without Marcel's leadership Reiner is very desperate and he needs this mission to continue because one, he doesn't want to get punished. Two, he doesn't want to get eaten and replaced as a Titan. And three, the most obvious reason, he wants to be a hero and respected, but he doesn't really believe that would be the case if they return now like this, like he would just be end up being punished somehow because they failed, and they would just find a suitable new person to be the Armored Titan. So Reiner gets beaten by Annie, which people seem to have loved. And he says that he'll be Marcel if, sh- if Marcel is what they need, And here we should note that it's the start of Reiner's double personality disorder and how he was already pushed and pressured before as a kid. Like that was just... that moment just pushed him further. So now we see the attack on the wall, but from their perspective. And things different a bit from the manga because in the manga they point out that Marcel and Annie are supposed to trade places between themselves as Titans to run to the wall because it's a long distance. As Marcel is dead, Annie has to run by herself as a female Titan and that was tiring then Berthold would crush the wall. So the plan just goes like this basically, with no change except for Marcel. Then some titan appears next to Berthold after he transforms back to human. But this titan just avoids Berthold for some reason, which is really bizarre. And the reason is that this titan is the Nefritz, which was Grisha's uh, previous wife and Zeke's mom. This titan went in and ate Carly Dina has royal blood but before she transformed into a pure titan, she promised our Grisha that she would find him somehow no matter what and then she just goes and eats his wife. <laughs> she then finds Eren again later in the series. So she's not entirely dumb as a titan, she was incredibly motivated to find Grisha who, you know, Eren ate, so it makes sense that she would find him again. Luckily for Bertholdo, (laughs) I just love saying his name wrong now, this titan didn't care for him or else he'd lose the Colossal right then and there, since he was weak after the transformation. We can also start noticing that there's several titans that can handle being in titan transformation for longer than others and some can transform multiple times and others not really. So just take note of that. I don't know, do what you want with this piece of information. In the middle of the chaos, Reiner, Berth and Annie sneaked in and mixed in with the crowd and in a beautiful and kind of cruel way we see that Armin, Eren and Mikasa are in the same room, you know, in the middle of the refugees, showing these two different parallels. Later, Reiner and the gang meet this refugee man from the mountains, and he tells them his story how he ended up in there. And then later, Berthold uses that same background story as their background story when they're in the training corps, you know, when Aaron goes up to them and asks them for advice about the 3D maneuver gear, and then asks them, where are you from? Uh, so this is a story that he tells them. Five years after they were in the island, we see that Annie was the main person doing, you know, some investigation work about the king, and she found this man that was a royal government official, and she followed him. This man was Kenny Ackerman, or, you know, Levi's only uncle. And this time is when this timeline is when Kenny is around the time where Kenny met the Rice family. And Annie makes this sob story that she's looking for a lost daddy, but Kenny isn't having none of it, so Annie kicks him and um Annie's pretty strong, you know, even not being in her Titan form, going up against the Nakerman, and uh, again do with that of information whatever you want. Uh, this encounter made Annie want to abandon the mission yet again because Kenny may have caught a glimpse of her face and could out her if she ever joined the military police to get closer to the royal family because that was her plan. She needed to get closer to the royal family in the inner city and the only way was to be in the military police but as we know Kenny was dealing with the military police so uh, their plan was in danger. So, our Reiner, who, contrary to the manga, wasn't shown shirtless in any second of this episode, came up with this brilliant plan of breaking Wall Rose to make the founding Titan act and reveal itself. And like speedrunning this, it's basically like speedrunning the mission. And this wasn't a bad idea because all this commotion and chaos led to Eren awakening his Titan powers for the very first time. (laughs) We then go into another flashback where. Ere couldn't master his maneuver gear and Ere asks Reiner how he can improve so he could beat the titans and get his revenge. Here we see Reiner remembering his own childhood struggles and Reiner helps Ere up and tells him that the only way, the only thing that he could do was to keep moving forward to accomplish his goals. This line and this scene was cut with the present several times, you know, in several intervals mixed in. As Reiner is loading a gun to kill himself, our poor Reiner is tired of living, you know, very depressed, tired of pushing forward and struggling with what he did and what he needs to do and what he wanted and what's happening and blah blah blah. At this moment Reiner is interrupted because Falco is punching the wall behind him in frustration. And Reiner could have died at that moment and the power of the armored titan would just be lost as well You know going to some random unborn eldian baby falco. Why did falco punch the wall? You know falco is frustrated that he isn't strong or good enough to surpass gabby And he needs to do something to get the armored instead of gabby so he can protect her, you know It's a very familiar. It's a very familiar situation Uh, and this is a beautiful parallel between young Eren, young Reiner and the current Falco, as the three went through similar struggles of wanting to achieve something desperately, but failing somehow. Falco Dan spots the wounded hurt soldier from the previous episode at the hospital and he has a chat with him about his own worries about getting the armor Titan but being weaker compared to another candidate. And his worries are very identical to Eren's worries before in the flashback with Reiner that we mentioned before. This man, who by the way is Eren, thinks back to his war and wonders why do people get a war, you know? What pushes people to go to war besides being forced to do it by others? There's people who are prisoners of war, like the first episode, and then there's those like Reiner that keep pushing forward. And the people who push forward by themselves are different from those who had no other choice as those who force themselves likely see something that others don't. Falco wouldn't know what that motivation is unless he keeps pushing forward. And basically Aaron is quoting Reiner's advice here to Falco like, you know, the story is kind of repeating, himself, uh, repeating itself. And it's just this episode is basically, like I said before, uh, beautiful weird parallel between Reiner, Aaron, and Falco's struggles as a kid, and uh, yeah, that's it. I hope you guys liked today's episode. It was a bit hard to record. There are times where I feel a bit nervous recording uh, still, and that's really weird, but I hope you guys liked it, and because I didn't post for the last three weeks, I would like to redeem myself, you know, apologize for my sins, by uploading a new episode every day until the next Attack on Titan release, that is Monday. That means that tomorrow there will be another episode, the next day there will be another episode, and then on Friday there will be an Attack on Titan Ask Me Anything, which is the surprise. So if you have any question, you can email me at standproudpodcast@gmail.com. at or DM me on Instagram at Podcast because I've been getting a lot and I mean a lot of questions about attack on titan and I thought it would be a bit weird and misplaced to just answer them randomly throughout the episode so um I'll be answering them all on this friday episode so if you still wanna you know be a part of that you are still in time and uh yeah another thing is that I mentioned these on instagram like the that the anime would be on a two week break and that the manga the ending date was already announced and the attack on titan manga will end in April 2021 on chapter 139. And that is a very symbolic number, at least for manga readers, because 13 is elusive to The Curse of Ymir and 9 to the nine titan powers. I don't know if you care. I don't know if you know. I just thought it would be interesting to mention that. I mentioned these things. I talk about these things a lot over at Instagram. So if uh, you guys want to be updated about every little bit of thing, just follow me on Instagram at Stand Proud Podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, in the next episode tomorrow. So I hope you enjoyed. Click follow if you're following this on Spotify or w- Apple Podcasts. Follow the page on Facebook at Sandprod Podcast. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.